Hi, my name's Zach. I'm 12 years old, and I host We the Children, the podcast where kids talk climate change. Like a lot of kids my age, when I think about the future, I can't help but wonder what kind of world will be waiting for us. Will polar bears still roam the Arctic? Will we still be able to see colorful coral reefs or build snowmen in the winter? I'd like to think so. That's why I'm trying to learn as much as I can about climate change science, stories, and solutions from some of the world's leading experts, and share what I learned with all of you. Together, we can decide what type of future we want for our planet. Subscribe to We the Children on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and visit us at wethechildrenpodcast.com. Remember, we, the children, have the power to make a difference. And today, I am taking you on a journey to Chicago, Illinois, and we are going to the March for Science, everyone. So let's go. Do you know who's talking right now, everyone? She's soon going to be on the show about science, and it's Emily Grassley. Slow down. Let's go up and see her. She's from the Brain Scoop on YouTube. It's hard to not be hopeful when I think about how our common ancestors survived five mass extinction events on this planet already. And many of you already know that, or at least can appreciate the awesomeness of that statement, which is maybe why you're here. But I'm here because I hope you're hopeful too. The March for Science is an opportunity to reflect on those who have come before us, on the developments we humans have achieved not only in the last few years, but hundreds and thousands. She's awesome. This is not merely a party to celebrate and pat ourselves on the back for characteristics as truth seekers and fact checkers. This march is a chance to also acknowledge our pitfalls, our historic and persistent challenges, and our shortcomings as scientists and as supporters of scientific endeavors and progress because we are graduating wow. onto the next phase and the next chapter of our story. This is but a new beginning. And part of what I want you to do today is take the ideas and messages from this event and share them with the people who you know who did not want to be here today. That's like step number one. All right, check. Check. But wait, wait, wait. What's step number two? For all of you out there, commit yourself to curiosity. Curiosity is a light that illuminates the beauty of our world and our cherished existence. I'm a firm believer that curiosity is the first step toward empathy. Ask questions of things you don't understand and seek answers. And now, we march. Thank you. just gave her speech and now everyone's marching. I wonder why everyone came to the March for Science. Hopefully it's for a good reason. So why are you marching here? Why am I marching here? Because science is so awesome and important and I love it 
and I want other people to love it too and to realize how important it is. So, do you have anything to say about the March for Science? Well, we need to save nature and science. Do you have anything to say about the March for Science? Um, it's important that everybody believes in science because science is what makes us. Why are you here? Well, I'm a science teacher, so I think it's really important that people stand up for science. Okay, what are you here for? I'm here because I think science is wonderful because it's improved my life in lots of ways. For example, I'm 31. It's because of scientific developments that I've lived to be 31. Life expectancy is much longer because of things like the discovery of penicillin in modern medical science. And I'm also a huge fan of NASA and space exploration and all of the things that we've done as a country that have helped all of us in tons and tons of ways through promoting our space exploration program. That's only a few of a lot of the great people who came to the march. I love them all, and we're going to have more later in the episode. But first, we're going to talk to someone who helped create the march. How did you guys create this? I mean, it's it's very long, 48 to 45,000 people. How, yeah, did, how did you make this happen? First, ask her her name. Um, and what's your name? Uh, actually, my name is Lou. You interviewed me oh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's nice to meet you in person. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, so I'm so glad you made it. Um, I'm really happy that you're here. And yeah, I'm, it's, it's amazing. It's an incredible feat that we are all pulling off here. And it took a lot of efforts from a lot of volunteers. And the directors are incredible. And, and yeah, we just we kind of like put this all together. And it, it happened. It, it is happening. So many people are here to celebrate science. I'm just incredibly overwhelmed by, by all of this. And I'm so happy that you're here, too. So I hope you're enjoying yeah, your time I, um, here. Yeah. Are you going to go around to talk to a bunch of other um, people? Yeah, I've, all, I've already gotten a few people. Oh, good. That's awesome. Well, I'm really excited for you, and I hope that you get to talk to, to a lot of other It's so funny how today. we got you on two episodes yeah, in a row. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that is kind of funny. Well, I'm glad I I've actually met you I think we're both about the March for Science. Yeah, yep. That's what we're here for. And... Nate, if you ever want to talk about extraterrestrial life, let me know. Because okay, I, I, I will. <laughs> yep, that's me. All right, go ahead. Thank fun. you for being on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> and now we'd like to talk to some of the creators of the most fantastic signs at the march. I hope you enjoy these interviews. What does your sign say? You have two signs. Show, show this one. So that one says, Science rocks really hard. Get it? Rocks. <laughs> 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 and then, we love science. Um, do you love science? Yes. Because science makes the world get better. 
What does your sign say? My sign says science. It's like magic, but it's real. Okay. <laughs> okay. That is actually really good. And what does your sign say? Well, she's holding my other sign. Yeah. Make America smart again. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the sign that we loved earlier. Yeah. Because my mom and dad were saying, oh, look at that Make America Smart Again sign. <laughs> so, could you tell me about your sign? Well, this is not my sign. This is okay. kind of his. And tell me what it says. It says, love your children, say the EPA. Okay, that is awesome. And we do need to say if the EPA. Do you know why? Uh, I really don't know why. It was just the EPA, you know, we're trying to save it, help it. Because we're trying to help the EPA because it's Environmental Protection Agency. Yeah. And we want our environment to be protected. Yeah, we do. Hello. Hi. Um, can I ask you about your signs? Of course. So, what does your sign say? My sign says, if I do not need makeup, why should you? And then the whale, it says, my blubber isn't yours to use. Could you explain it? Of course. Um, there are some makeup companies out there that um, test their products on animals. And um, we shouldn't really be testing our makeup on animals because makeup doesn't belong on animals. So, what does your sign say? Uh, mine says homeless, think deforestation. Do you want to know what deforestation is? Um, it, deforestation is like when people cut down yeah. on trees. So many animals are homeless too. Oh, poor koala. Yeah. So many animals are homeless and they don't have a home, so they're all wiped away. Thank you for being on my show, Lisa and Giselle. You're welcome. You're welcome. Could you tell me about your sign? Yes, my sign says I'm with her, and it's pointing to Mother Earth, because I support our mother. Flip the other sign around. This is one of my favorite quotes from Racing Extinction, and it says the whole world is singing. It's clicking and grinding and whistling and thumping, and we should start listening. And these are all endangered species in the Chicago area. The bees. Yeah, this is the rusty cat bumblebees. And what is that? This is a piping plover. And that's a bat. It's a bat, and it's called a long-eared bat. And that and is, what's this? is a dragonfly. A dragonfly. This is a Heinz emerald green dragonfly. So could you tell me about your sign? Oh, my God, for days I could talk about my sign. I'm glad that we are all here, and I'm glad that all these children are here. And thank you for interviewing us. It's very important that everybody understands that science and facts and people that depend on them and need them and support them will never, ever, ever be silenced or not heard. Okay. And let's see, what does your sign say? My sign says, science rejects outliers. And basically, when you do science, you have a lot of data points. And some of those data points are like way out in left field. So sometimes we just kind of brush those aside. And that's what we're going to do with outliers as well. The L-I-A-R-S.
I did all of my interviews. I was about to leave, and I caught this out of the corner of my eye. It's a Big and Bony interview, exclusive, so stay tuned. You're going to love it. Hello. Hi. Could you tell me about this dinosaur? Yes, these dinosaurs are um, sculpted by a master uh, artist right here behind me, Amber Marsh. And um, together, her and I made these dinosaurs. They're made of um, sculpted cardboard, paper mache, bamboo, a lot of love, and about a thousand hours of work. And what's your name? My name is Lolly Extract, and I'm the one of the artistic directors of our company, Jabberwocky Marionettes. Thank you. You're welcome. So now I'm going to go talk to her. Could you describe, Abe, to our listeners what this dinosaur looks like? Oh, sure. It's um, a parade puppet T-Rex fossil that I based on Sue at the Field Museum. There's two of them. Okay, and it basically has, it's very lifelike with all the real scratches that an actual dinosaur would have in its bones. That's right, that's good. I, I was, uh, when I got uneven surface, I was like, okay, well, it's organic. So that's good you notice that. And it has two, um, to describe it to the listeners, there's two puppeteers operating each one dinosaur. It's amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much You're for your welcome. good questions. It's really important that we remember the March for Science and this day. One way to do that is gather up all your friends, say the name of the town, whatever town you live in, and then tell all your friends to say, science! So let's do this. Okay. Let's do this. this. Chicago! Science! Science. There we go. All right. There we go. Thank you. There we go. You're welcome. Thank you. There you have it, folks. The show about science is complete. Thank you so much to everyone who spoke to us at the march. It was so awesome to talk to all of you. Music on today's episode was provided by Free SFX. You can find them at freesfx.com. Our theme music was composed by Jeff and Teresa Brooks. Okay, Dad, you can shut the recording off. So, this is Julie, and she drew the design for the goat t-shirts, everyone. Hope you're still buying them. Hi. Hi. I absolutely love the t-shirts. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> so, how did you create them? With Did you create them with any advice? Well, you gave me some pretty clear direction. You definitely wanted a goat, so I knew I had to give you a goat. And then I just thought I'd make him a scientist, so we have a lovely little scientist goat. Yeah, we have a little scientist goat with equals MC squared coming out of the flask. Yes, because (laughs) the goat, you know, likes chemistry. Yes, the goat loves chemistry. So, (laughs) thanks for irking the t-shirts and being on the show. Oh, you're very welcome. 
You can find the t-shirts at theshowaboutscience.com. Hi, my name's Zach. I'm 12 years old and I host We the Children, the podcast where kids talk climate change. Like a lot of kids my age, when I think about the future, I can't help but wonder what kind of world will be waiting for us. Will polar bears still roam the Arctic? Will we still be able to see colorful coral reefs or build snowmen in the winter? I'd like to think so. That's why I'm trying to learn as much as I can about climate change science, stories, and solutions from some of the world's leading experts and share what I learned with all of you. Together, we can decide what type of future we want for our planet. Subscribe to We the Children on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And visit us at wethechildrenpodcast.com. Remember, we, the children, have the power to make a difference.